0: if you're gonna watch a secular movie it should have those three things
1: i'd say at, at, at
0: least at least helpful. one of those three yeah preferably all of those three father thank you for this time uh help us to use our tongues to glorify you in jesus name I pray, amen, amen. Shane, I've been seeing a lot of your Letterboxd reviews lately. Mm-hmm. I have not given in to downloading Letterboxd because I am not a, a movie fanatic. But yes, it is
1: It is only for people who uh, watch a good amount of movies.
0: I mean, the first time I ever saw your Letterboxd review was like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And my respect for you went up. Like at least two times. Very I'm nice. not even kidding. Very nice. I was like, man, Shane is so eloquent.
1: Yeah. I. You know, I, okay.
0: I'll, Describe to the people what uh, Letterboxd okay, is. Okay,
1: so Letterboxd is um, a social, can you call it social media? A, a social app where you um, can track your friends and what movies they're seeing, and you could see uh, how they rate those movies, and they have the choice to also review the movies. They can write like a review. And they can make like rankings lists. It's basically a just a movie social app. Um, so you know, I've I just recently got Letterboxd like maybe two months ago um, because I you know I have always been into movies, but I'd never thought about like reviewing them or ranking them. And then I remember I was just watching a movie one day, and I'm like, you know, where would this rank on a list like with other movies? And I'm like, okay, well, Letterboxd can rank them. So, I go on Letterboxd and I start ranking all these movies. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll review these movies because I'm Owen followed me and like some other people are followed me because I guess you get a notification of like your contact is on Letterboxd. So, I'm like, okay, well, I have people who follow me now. I'm going to just actually write reviews. So, it got to the point where pretty much for every movie I see, I now give it a rating and then I review it. Um, and those reviews vary from me just, like, messing around, and I'll say, like, a a joke from the movie or something, I'll just write in the review, or I'll just real quick, like, for the new Buzz Lightyear movie, all my review was, like, good animation, mediocre story, okay movie. That's all I put, because, like, I didn't care. I didn't care about the movie too much to just do it. Um, But then there are other movies, like, movies that I actually really love, or I don't love too much, but I feel like something needs to be said about it, or like a warning. For those movies, I put like five to ten minutes in a writing, like just a four paragraph review. And some of them I do ramble a little. Um, you know, I'm I'm human. I'm not perfect in that gar- in that regard. But uh, I guess for the ones you saw, I actually put like effort into it, and I try to eloquently, you know, go into detail about what makes this movie so good for me. I
0: I guess by me saying I respected you more, I I don't think that's really what it was. I think it just kind of, in my head, I always just, like, every day, oh, it seemed like every time I called you, you're watching a movie. You're like, bro, I can't talk. I'm in a cinema. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, man, he's watching a lot of movies, but I didn't know what you were doing with that. I just kind of, I didn't know if you were processing it or if you just enjoyed relaxing and watching movies. Uh, but once I saw that, I was like, man, this is legit. Yeah. He's actually thinking when he's watching these oh, movies. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't, I don't like, you know, people say, like, you know, I watch movies to like turn my brain off and just focus on it.
0: And occasionally,
1: like, if I've seen a movie before, yeah, I'll just turn my brain off. I'll just enjoy what I'm seeing. But I like to get something out of movies and like, you know, understand the craft that went into it, especially considering like I want to be in this film industry. So, you know, I, you know, I focus on like the cinematography or like the music behind it and like, okay, like, How does this affect my viewing experience? Or like, did this need to happen? Could you have done something different here? So yeah, very recent, not very recently, but like for the past year, every time I see a movie, I do view it in a way where it's like uh, I view it in a more serious way than uh, than I used to. I'll say that.
0: And you think you view it more seriously because you want to be in that field?
1: Yeah, that's why. Yeah, because I have to understand like what works and what doesn't work. Because if I want to be in that field, like I don't want to be bad. I I would like to I would like to, you know, leave a mark or do something different, but at the same time, do something good that people would enjoy.
0: And what would that ideal job be?
1: Um. So right now it's between either directing or producing, uh, movies. Directing, pretty obvious. Like, um, you pick the shots, or well, that's more cinematography is like the background of the shots, but directing is like. You basically run the show around there, like you tell. You, like, run everything, be like, yeah, this is good. I don't know about that. Or let's try this. Or I have a certain vision. I need you to do A, B, and C in order for that vision to work. That's a director. A producer basically pitches the movie and manages the team of the movie to make sure everyone's just doing their job. They don't tell them how to do their job. They're just making sure they're doing it correctly. So it's like management. Producing is more like managing. Directing is more like being a group leader, like a creative leader. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's between those two, um, yeah, between those two.
0: So, w- what would you say makes a good movie, or what sort of elements do you need?
1: Um, well, first off, I think acting is very important in a movie. Really, I think you I mean, could obviously. have. I mean, you could have <laughs> you could have an incredible story, um, like incredible visuals, incredible cinematography. But if your lead star or your lead stars, plural. Are just terrible and like it it could really bring you out of a movie, so I guess that leads me to the next point. A good movie needs to keep you engaged mm. if if like throughout the movie you're like, okay like, let me check my phone or you know oh this we got an hour but left, made- and then you know there's just there are just parts of a movie like the cinematography, the music there are just those segments of a movie that like have to be up to par uh, and fit for the tone of the movie like it can't go over you know it can't be absent. like if you're watching um Uh, let's say it's just a movie about your life, Max. Okay. And, you know, the director, and the director, yeah, like a character study. And the director decides to go like super over the top. Like, oh, I'm going to put fireworks every every time he gets a good grade or I'm going to play like uh, opera music when he's entering a room or something. Like that doesn't really fit with the tone, right? So another thing that makes a movie good is like every single uh, aspect that goes into it fits the tone and the story that, the film is trying to tell. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So you're saying you set, whenever you make your movie, you set a lane or you You, set kind of a frame for it. Yeah. So don't branch too far off of the plan.
1: Don't try to make like three different movies into one. Going back to the example of like a movie about you, don't try to make it like a coming of age story or like a really upbeat movie if it's like a character study. Because character studies are usually sort of dark or like serious. Like don't, just don't put, don't throw things in a pot and see if it works like like put some ingredients that you think work for the meal you know mix it up make it good don't just don't just throw random things in it so I'll Mm. say that
0: don't just grab all the don't just grab all all the spices and dump it in pick the ones that match the
1: ones that match what you're trying to make Mm. yes
0: very nice yeah (laughs) yeah um so we're kind of talking about um truth goodness and beauty yeah do those three things need to be in a movie for you to like them (sighs) For you to like the movie?
1: They don't need to be in it for me to like it. I could still enjoy a movie um, that doesn't have any of those things. But if Truth, Goodness, and Beauty are indeed in the movie, I care more for it, and I could tell that like the creators and the people working on it cared more while making it. Okay. So, yeah, I'll say that. I don't think they need to be in every movie, though. I think some people like... A Know, like, the Transformer movie, like, Michael Bay, he probably just is like, I just want to make, like, explosions and robots. And, I'm like, that's fine. Like, you do you. But, like, no one really likes those movies. I'll just say that. So, I mean, yeah.
0: Um You feel like you get more out of the movies that contain those three qualities. Yeah.
1: But, uh, if, I mean, if a film doesn't have those three, I could still enjoy it.
0: But I don't know how a movie couldn't contain some degree of those three qualities.
1: Well, I mean, look at... I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. You might have to, look at, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, you think that movie has truth, goodness, or beauty in it? Uh,
0: or tried it to? I think something true about reality. Well, maybe, okay, may,
1: maybe every movie has one of those three aspects.
0: Yes, but not it possesses not, all three. Yeah,
1: but mm. only, I won't say a few, but only a certain amount of movies have, like, all three. And all three together combined are what mm. make you care more. So, yeah, I'll agree with you. Some, I think some movies contain, I think every movie contains at least one. Mm. One of the three,
0: very nice. Yes, but some movies contain all three.
1: Yes, at varying
0: levels, but it, that you can vividly see all three of them. Yes, what is that movie to you? Or name one movie that possesses all three of those qualities? All oh, three, very vividly. Um,
1: truth, goodness. First off, do you want to do you want to define truth, goodness, and beauty? Very good. Yes.
0: Um, I, I think truth is just. I guess the way things really are. Okay. Um, yeah. Like
1: a realistic approach to something.
0: Or more so just like w- says something about reality or reality itself. Okay. Okay. Um, like the Bible is true. It's mm-hmm. saying things that are true about reality, things that have happened before, and mm-hmm. things that are true about just true.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. And now goodness, I think um, is anything that is done the way God intended it to be. Is good. Uh, okay. Um. I don't know if that's actually a-
1: that might be harder to put into words for a movie, uh, but yeah. But you
0: could kind of. Feel we, it. yeah yeah we could like, That was good. Yeah yeah okay okay. <laughs> or that okay. was a good thing they did. Yeah okay. And yeah. The beauty is could be visually, but I think beauty could also just be like. For me, when I think of beauty, you could also be like, oh, man, the way God arranged that in my past. Or I guess a story arc can be kind of beautiful. Mm -hmm. The way somebody progresses and matures and becomes humble is very beautiful. So I guess character development is beautiful to me and just like visual things as well. Music. Got it. Um,
1: I've been talking for most of this pod, so I'll have you go first for this one.
0: Okay. So... What fits those three criteria that I very poorly defined?
1: Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I think I, I think you you defined it well.
0: Okay, I really I g- I like, get what you're trying to say. I really like Up. Okay. The Disney Pixar film of I believe that it di- maybe 2005, 2006, like
1: 2010. I don't think so. Can I check?
0: Y- no. Okay. We'll put it up
1: Okay. Week. Okay. Got it. Um, it's got to be 2010 though. I, 2008, 2008, 2010. Those are my guesses.
0: Okay, minus 2006. Okay.
1: Uh, maybe. Okay. Hey, okay. Keep going.
0: So. Up is, if you don't know, is a movie about yeah. a, a young boy. Okay, first of all, it's a, it's a, a boy meets a girl, okay? Classic. This mm-hmm. boy is kind of antisocial, mm-hmm. and then he meets this kind of eccentric, uh, wild, su- super fun girl. Mm. Um, and, it's and they both have this sort of plan together. or uh, They kind of make a promise with one another that they will go to this... Um, place, I believe it's in South America. Or, I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. So this place H- is called Paradise Falls. H- okay. Hypothetical, not real place. Yeah. I don't think. Um, yeah, it's not. <laughs> uh, and they basically grow up. They both, I guess, are, as they grow up, they both still have this goal of going to Paradise Falls, but they're saving up money. But then eventually they get older and older and it doesn't happen. And the wife actually dies. Ellie dies, and now Mr. Carl Fredrickson is very sad. Um, As he should be. Now Hopefully it cuts so. to a scene where it's Mr. Fredrickson, and his whole entire area is getting sort of um, flipped, and he's refusing to offer his piece of land, kind of mm-hmm. showing his stubbornness in a very low-key way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he eventually meets this boy named Russell. Oh, Russell. He is a wilderness explorer. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: boy, Boy Scout as well, right? Isn't he a Boy Scout? He's a Boy Scout. He's a Boy Scout. A boy scout yes. That's a
0: Wilderness Explorer. Yes. A shout out to Russell. I love Russell. Um,
1: actually, one of my favorite like Pixar or characters. Disney characters. I'm dead serious. And then Russell's the goat.
0: Eventually, um, Fredrickson decides to actually finally go to Paradise Falls. He puts a bunch of balloons on his house because he was a balloon maker as a mm-hmm. profession. Um, and they go to Paradise Falls. Go through this whole entire journey. Um. But Mr. Fredrickson is attached to his house mm-hmm. and Ellie, and he won't let the past go. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's a main theme throughout the movie as well. Yes,
0: this is the very core theme, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that makes it very Christian. Obviously, there's very non-Christian elements, like yeah. him talking to his dead wife. So like worldly things. Yeah, there or are... just like not right yeah. things. But this part where he's finally letting go of the past and letting go of material things... Um and sort of um, moving on, moving on uh, and letting go of material things, but also moving on from mourning his wife's death. yeah. Um, I think that's really interesting. Uh, for example, Joseph, uh, he, from the Bible story, Joseph, he had his brothers do a bunch of really bad stuff to him, sell him off to slavery, and he named his first son. Manasseh, mm-hmm. which means essentially, uh, I let that stuff go. Okay. So he let that stuff go. He forgave his brothers. Uh, he moved on. And I think that's really something that Up perpetuates. Fredrickson is letting stuff go and moving on to something new, a new life um, with Russell and kind of hanging out in uh, this new phase of his 80s. Um, nice. In his seniorhood. Um, and I think it's really, really cool to just Kind of get to see somebody uh, no longer hold on to what is material. Um, obviously, he uh, adapts to holding on to his relationships, which are good, but he doesn't end up going all the way to God. But it is cool to see somebody go through the process of letting go of something and moving on mm-hmm. to something new. And I think that is very beautiful in the sense that his character develops, he becomes more humble and learns that lesson. And also... It's very good. It's very true. Mm-hmm. It's some the way God designed it for us to move on after somebody died. We mourn their loss, but then we have to move on. Okay, one more thing. Go for it. I recently watched Lord of the Rings, okay. and they both do something really cool. Okay. Up and Lord of the Rings have a very direct parallel, and I believe it's also something that really good movies do. They both go in between, back and forth, Um really sentimental, um, really warm tones on the screen and really cold tones and kind of violent situations that are really high-tense, intense, um, high-intensity, anxiety-filled situations, which is also something very true about uh, our our life on Earth. There's back and forth between hills and valleys. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in the hills in the valleys, we have God, uh, contrary to Lord of the Rings and up, But that is also something very interesting that I think about. Okay. That's very cool about Up. Thank you very much. Okay, my turn? Yes. Okay.
1: So, when I was thinking about a movie, you know, at first some indie films came to mind, some smaller known films, but then. I started thinking, let me pick a blockbuster. Let me pick a, a big budget movie that a lot of people may know about just so I could show that um, even, the, even the big blockbuster movies can show like truth, goodness, and beauty. So I you know, I thought about it, and I actually ended up picking Man of Steel. What? Yes.
0: Bro, I thought you were going to do Batman. I
1: did too, but then I'm like, well, that's too... I- I'll mention Batman later. I started picking Man of Steel because I rewatched it uh, a couple days ago. And it has a lot of symbolism to Jesus, uh, a lot more symbolism than I, than I remembered. So for the truth aspect, but first let, let me just summarize, the, or let me describe Man of Steel. So Man of Steel is like the, the, the most recent Superman movie. Everyone knows Superman. Um, but this movie takes a more realistic approach to how people react to like this God above man, this God-like figure, which is Superman. Because, you know, in past iterations, like, Superman's all happy. Everyone automatically loves Superman. He just saves the day all the time. But in the real world, like what happened in the Bible when Jesus came, like this God above man, not everyone agreed with it. Not everyone liked how, like, this higher being was with us. Hmm. And this was the first Superman movie to sort of deal with that topic because throughout the movie, there's an inner conflict between, like, uh, Superman where, like, not the world doesn't want me here. But at the same time, like, I need to do this. I need to, like, save the day. Very
0: nice, Shane. Yes. <laughs> so
1: that's the truth aspect is, like, how reali- how society can react to, like, a godlike figure. And I think the film captured that perfectly. But surprisingly, not a lot of people liked that aspect of the movie. Oh. They, they preferred the, um, the old, like, happy An Superman. An unrealistic, unrealistic approach. And Then Beauty. Um, uh, say what Beauty was again.
0: Um, I don't know, just, like, visually, uh, sonically. Visually, okay. Appeasing or, okay. um, enjoyable. I mean,
1: visually, I mean, you've seen it. The, this.
0: The movie looks, like, it's visually pretty excellent, I would it's say. Not a very good LUT on it, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a little bit cold-toned.
1: Yeah, Uh I think that fits with its more, um... Serious approach, though mm. Ser- serious tone. Like I, was, like I was saying earlier, you have to find you have to find visual styles that fit with the tone of the movie. I think this was a, I'd say a, one of the darker, you know, comic book movies. So I think a darker uh, color tone probably mm. fit with it. Per- me personally, I think that. Um, okay, then beauty. I mean, it had a so goodness. I talked about how it showed how like. Um, Superman's character was sort of similar to Jesus' character and, like, how their life went. But for beauty, I guess, there are shots in the movie that sort of replicate... Uh... God's creation? Okay, there's a scene. There's a scene in the movie where uh, there's this Zod. Zod... So Zod is the villain, okay? And he has this big machine called, I think, the Terraformer or something. And he's shooting a uh, a beam down like in the middle of Earth somewhere that's supposed to like destroy Earth, right? And Superman is there. He's at the bottom of the beam and is, is, there's this really cool scene where he has to fly up the beam that's constantly shooting at him and like hit the terraforming machine and it's this really cool scene where you see him struggling, right? And then he thinks back about like all the people he's met and then all of a sudden he flies up and it's this really like uplifting scene where he finally does it. And to me, like visually, visually, uh, that was really powerful because it I mean, it showed how like Jesus was willing to do anything right to like forgive us of our sins and be there for us. And I guess it was the same for Superman here where like he was getting beat, like not as bad as Jesus, of course, but like he was done pretty much. And Then it's just this really powerful scene where he does it like he. He remembers everything he's here for, finally does it, um, and like destroys this machine and like really uplifting music is playing.
0: And he's sacrificing himself. And he's
1: sacrificing himself because he, technically in the movie, at that scene, he dies, technically. But like because of the Superman lore and stuff, like if the sun's near him, it heals him again. So I guess that's the beauty of it for me, that one scene in particular. There are more that I just can't think of right now, but yeah, I'd say that. that. That's the beauty aspect of it.
0: Shane, yes. Do you think you can watch any movie as a Christian?
1: As, like, should I? Should you watch? Should you movie? watch every movie? Um,
0: should you be able to? Do
1: it? Well, like at my age, or like at any point in time, like like a five year old shouldn't watch like a rated R movie. Why? Well, for one, for one thing, they just won't get it. Okay, and I think it it could. Sort of corrupt their mind at that point, like let's say a five year old saw a movie with nudity in it, okay like that would mess them up, right? but if I were uh, let's say like like a 16 year old guy like like what I am now, and I see a movie with nudity in it, like it wouldn't mess up my mind too much
0: okay, and the basis for that argument is that now that you've matured now that
1: yeah, now that you've matured, like you under like like you took biology, like you know what this is, right.
0: So it's more of that perspective, less so the perspective that you've been matured, and you've been able to sort of discern that and not let it affect you.
1: Uh, the second thing, like what you just said, I'm able to just, I'm able to not let it affect me mentally okay. but in terms of like what a film has to offer and whether or not it has truth, goodness and beauty, you know should you watch should you limit what you watch? I say I say yes, you should limit what you watch, but like not, not on like crazy levels. Like let's say there's this movie that like supports Satanism or is like really satanic or like uh has a lot of demons in it. I, I sort of avoid those kind of movies. I feel like that's just not I don't I, I just feel like you can't it's get it's too it. overt. It's you. too overt and I don't I personally can't get anything out of those other than, like, like it's just, like, a movie about Satan or about, like, the devil or something, or movies that try to paint a picture of the devil. And I also think you should avoid movies that make fun of Jesus. Hmm. Like, they were... Um, I saw this on Twitter, but I don't know if this was real. Apparently, like, a movie where Jesus was drunk and, like, just a total jerk to people, and it was, like, a comedy. It's like, well, like, what do you get out of that? Yeah, Nothing. But I think... It, so I think you should only avoid the movies that like either support Satan, like Satan, or have a bunch of demons and stuff, or movies that make fun of Jesus. In terms of like movies that are just like raunchy humor and stuff, you know, I th- I think I think you're good to watch those because like especially if you're in the industry, like you have to see everything, hmm. everything you can to like see yeah. what works, what doesn't. Because I mean, there are some movies critically that you know have re- like really raunch, like super bad. Let's say super bad. That's, like, really violent humor, really crude humor, but, like, people love that movie. Like, critically and commercially, like, that movie did well. So it's, like, you could get something out of that. You could see what they did right. Um, yeah. So I think you could watch those, yeah. So, yeah, not not a crazy limitation for what you can and can't watch, but I think there should be, like, a line that you draw. At least personally, I would.
0: Yeah. I think you have to be careful about what you consume in terms of content. Mm-hmm. Um. I think you have to, I guess, observe or evaluate yourself very soberly and be like, how does that affect me? Mm-hmm. I would okay. say I wasn't able to watch a ton of movies like a year ago, but mm-hmm. now I would say I'm pretty comfortable watching yeah. a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I agree with that. I actually agree with what you just said. How, like, it? you have to think about yourself. You're
0: like, like don't. Try to lie to yourself. If that actually affected you in a very negative way. That is a very good point. Don't do
1: that again. That is a very good point. (laughs) Um,
0: But as you, I guess, mature and you're able to see more things, um, hopefully to, I guess, add to your repertoire Mm. to create something that's to glorify God, um, yeah, you'll be able to slowly watch more things. But at, at a certain point... I don't know how helpful it is to watch certain things. Yeah. Um, cuz maybe
1: like you've seen like you've seen that, that kind of
0: movie yeah. like
1: maybe you don't need to see Yeah, there like are that certain things you don't need to be seeing. Yeah. But so there are not... certain
0: movies that have elements that are good and elements that are very bad.
1: Yeah, like yeah. I'd say uh,
0: a way to summarize what you were saying like take it at your own pace. Sure. I guess yeah.
1: that's a good way of saying it. Like uh, know know your boundaries.
0: Mhm. Um um and yeah. get some advice from your parents or people yeah. around you, and, and they'll be like, hey, you're kind of weird after that movie. And, like, there
1: are, I mean, there are websites as well where it's, like, where it, it, you type in a movie and it says, like, you know, what kind of people should avoid
0: this, or, um,
1: yeah, there are websites that could sort of help make your decision for you.
0: But your point about getting inspiration from these heavily secular movies is really interesting. Because that's what a mo- most Christian artists do. Yeah. Most Christian artist, well, I don't know about most, but it, some a a chunk, Christian artists will say, yeah. "Yeah, these are my favorite artists," and a lot of them will be secular.
1: Yeah, because you can get at, it, it, you don't have to like like an entire the, the the entirety of a secular movie, but there could be aspects of a secular movie where like you know that could work maybe in a Christian context mm-hmm. or like in a Christian film.
0: Yeah, so and I, I think f- that
1: applies to any secular entertainment like music, yeah. book. Show movie, anything,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't think you should just ride off all secular yeah. movies. Yeah, but but I mean, if
1: that's what you want to do, if you, at the moment if, if you purely want to watch, you know, Christian movies, go for it. Yeah, again, to take agree. it at your own pace. I agree.
0: I would say, like, if you can figure out which movies have truth, goodness, and beauty. Why would you watch a movie that doesn't over that?
1: No, I, no, I, I agree with that. Like, yeah. should, like,
0: should you watch these secular
1: movies that have like nothing to get out of it yeah. over these movies that have true goodness and beauty? No. But can you watch the secular movies still? Yeah, I think you could. Yeah. Because that was the question. Yeah.
0: I think my take would be like, if you're going to watch a secular movie... It should have those three things.
1: Yeah. I'd say I le- at least, at least one of those three. Yeah. Preferably all of those three.
0: Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Thank you for talking about this movies. This was a Shane. very
1: interesting topic, Max. I, I am glad that we talked we about this. We completely
0: went uh, This yes. is This was literally just all talking about movies. <laughs> this was a last minute thing as well. So but, if y'all liked just like a, a topical podcast, let us know. Yeah,
1: we're open. We're open to do stuff like this. I think <laughs> it's really interesting. This was fun, too. It was a fun
0: time. Alright. Okay. All right. Well...